World Wrestling Entertainment is under fire. Let me tell you this, guys. What is going on? And this is part of the pipe bomb. We're going to be going into everything that is involving WWE and the Vince McMahon sex scandal of him uh, giving uh, this person some hush-hush type of money for $3 million. We're going to be going into deeper diving into Sasha Banks's whole thing going on with uh, Raj of Wrestling Inc. saying that she has been released by WWE, reportedly released, and now there's other news coming out by uh, Matt Men Podcast saying that Sasha Banks's lawyers are working to get her released, so it's probably inevitable that Sasha Banks will get released here. Uh, I got some news on Karrion Cross declining a deal with AEW. I have Randy Orton that he's going to be out for the remainder of 2022. There's so much to be indulging into this right now, but let me hit that intro and let's get into the Pipe Bob Evolution. And welcome to Pardon the Pipe Bomb, guys. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming, but you know, with everything going on, I just had to get something out there right now. It's going to be a shorter type of podcast. I just want to get some news out there, but you know, everything that's going on, it's amazing to me that all of this news that's coming out of WWE with Vince McMahon with his sex scandal and John Laurinaitis, people power. Having him like shovel out $3 million to have it just be hush-hush type of deal, it's just amazing to me. And with everything that happened, a couple, like, we can go all the way back from when Triple H and Shane McMahon were relieved of their duties and quietly gone from WWE. And, like, to me, I always thought, wow, Vince McMahon doesn't really give a shit about anybody. It's more of... He's a businessman, so he doesn't give a fuck if family or no. You're on the hot spot. You will be on the hot spot if you're even family with me. It's unreal to me that he would have done that. But now with all this surfacing to uh, the news with Visick Man firing Shane, firing... Stephanie McMahon firing Triple H. It's inevitable that this is part of the reason why he fired them probably because of all this stuff that's coming out on the news today. It's amazing to me. And to think that this McMahon is going to implode on himself and have uh, the other con guy run WWE, it, it it's not at all... In doubt it's crazy to think about but let's try to like go deeper into this and I have wrestlingnews.co with the news reporting on Vizic Man's basically him having an affair 
Like I said, according to WrestlingNews.co, Vince McMahon allegedly paid $3 million settlement to cover up an affair with a departing employee. Now, this departing employee, I, uh, I'm i sure that I'm just reading this now, and uh, this is a, uh, uh, a column by Paul Davis of WrestlingNews.co. And he says, uh, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Board of Wrestling Entertainment Incorporating is investigating an alleged secret $3 million settlement agreement by Vince McMahon himself to a departing employee. The report states that McMahon allegedly had an affair with this person, according to the documents. The agreement bars the now former employee who was hired as a paralegal in 2019 from speaking about the alleged affair and the person cannot say anything disparaging about McMahon. The board's investigation reportedly began in April and has expanded into other non-disclosure agreements that involved misconduct claims made by other former female WWE employees about McMahon and John Laurinaitis. WWE's head of talent relations says WSJ's report states that they could not determine on how many previous agreements were being scrutinized. So with all this coming out now, Vince McMahon is in a world of shit right now, and with WrestleVotes uh, being a very, very reliable source, and him doing the famous meme that all of us know with the dog that's sitting in the bar surrounded by fire saying, yep, this is fine. <laughs> that should say anything about right now inside WWE and how they're handling this. It's a clusterfuck right now for Vince McMahon, and honestly... I mean, I don't want him to, I, I don't want to see Vince McMahon go down like this, but you know, like, I, I really don't know what's going to be coming of this, but, and uh, WrestlingNews.co, they also have another column saying that Vince McMahon planning for Friday's WWE Smackdown to be a business as casual following this scandal. And uh, quite honestly, I don't know how that you can even go about this, but WWE is one of the biggest scandals in the company's history right now with Vince McMahon has been accused of being paying $3 million to a WWE, WWE paralegal to keep an affair quiet and like I said to keep it hush hush and the fact that WWE is now just going to be going about business as usual I mean like everyone knows this nowadays maybe back in 2000 when all of this stuff wasn't online and they could keep it hush-hush about it. But now everybody is on the internet and everybody has this access to know these certain things that are going on in today's world of pro wrestling entertainment, of professional wrestling, like, like you know, matter that. But the uh, column that, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, the column that Andrew Ravens has stated on his column, the reported cited an email that stated McMahon increased the women's salary from $100,000 to $200,000 after beginning a sexual relationship with her and that McMahon gave her like a toy to Laurenitis. <laughs> now listen, I'm just reading this as much, like this is all news to me as I'm reading this out loud onto this podcast. And Dave Meltzer, he noted on today's Wrestling Observer Radio that both McMahon and Laurinaitis are planning to be at SmackDown on Friday night as if nothing happened. Uh, he then quoted saying, and I quote, Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis are going to TV Friday 
at least as of a couple hours ago. That's what we heard. And they are basically saying it is business as usual that this is what they are saying. Yes, I don't know how it could be business as usual. I mean, you know what I mean? Again, like this is a very early in the game. So even what Dave Meltzer is saying, a very long time uh, WWE reporter, that Vince McMahon is under fire and he's taking it like, oh, this is no big deal. No, this is huge. With everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson right now, the non-disclosure agreement with uh, him and the 66 allegedly um, masseuses, if you want to call them that. No, it's basically people who he hit up on Instagram and wanted to have a massage and basically to have a happy ending. Everything that's happening right now with Vince McMahon, it's really hard not to bat an eye down and just go business as usual. This is only going to be getting worse and from what Russell votes is saying on their Twitter account this is only the beginning and this is definitely going to get worse well it is now also not been confirmed yet but it is definitely on the horizon uh, a report that Sasha Banks has been released by WWE uh, this is by um, Russell Inks Raj Girer I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I know that I've been following him on Twitter for a long time just by the name of Raj and with Wrestle Inks and how they have always been a reliable source. Uh, he is reporting that Sasha Banks has been released by WWE. Uh, Raj has a good track record and he would not report this unless he had a solid source telling him that this is how it appears to be accurate. Banks and the, uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi, they actually walked out of WWE several weeks ago and uh, to uh, due to creative differences uh, they walked into the office with suitcases hand, uh, handed over their uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship belts and they have not been back ever since there's no word yet on Naomi's status though uh, with the company but it is believed that her contract is up in a few weeks she just did post a not a cryptic tweet on Twitter but she did tweet out saying hey you know, maybe it is uh, greener on the other side, uh, you know, with the grass being greener type of shit, but whatever. Uh, Banks did sign with the company, though, in 2012 and became one of the top names in NXT. And she won the uh, the Women's Championship. She was moved up to the main event roster in 2015 and became a featured act on the main roster. Now, I will say this. Um, it, there is another report on Sasha Banks, uh, but she is reportedly, she got her lawyers involved to get a WWE release. Maybe that's why Raj sent out a tweet. Maybe he knows something that the, you know, the talent relations of WWE that doesn't know anything. But uh, this is a column by Andrew Ravens on WrestleNews.co. Um, the... And he states uh, in his article, more details to come out regarding the process of Sasha Banks's impending departure from WWE. After it was reported by Russell Inks Raj Gurr that she has been released by the company. No one else has been able to confirm this news, but Raj does have a good record of breaking news. And Fightful Select noted that talking with Raj, they learned that Banks's lawyers were involved and there had been eyes on a physical release by WWE. During his Thursday Mattman podcast of Andrew Zarian even commented on this and he said while I can't confirm she has been released he did hear 
last week that her attorneys were working on getting this done. Now, what's interesting about this whole thing that's going on right now with Sasha Banks, WWE has not even denied that they have released her. They just have no comment on it. So that is a eyebrow raising. And we don't know uh, if she does get released by WWE. Hey, good for her, because to be quite frank with you, WWE needs Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks doesn't need WWE. Sasha Banks is probably, I'm not even going off of this because she is my woman crush Wednesday type of thing, but she is by far the looks and the physical and mentally, she is all what a WWE women superstar needs to be and in my personal opinion i think that she's better than every single women's wrestler on that roster every match that she is in i've said this countless times again that she puts up five star matches and you know if she gets you know released by wwe good for her and i'm not saying that she'll go to aew but if she does that's great too but if she wants to pursue her career in acting i am full supportive on that but you know if she does decide to go that route it's a shame that her wwe and pro wrestling talents are on the pedestal for that but also last month at monday night raw event banks and naomi they did walk out because of creative differences with vince mcmahon regarding the six-pack challenge on the show and the plan was for naomi to challenge bianca belair for the raw women's title at hell in a cell while banks was supposed to wrestle the smackdown women's champion ronda rousey and if that doesn't go to say anything i guarantee that both of them would have lost and it just wouldn't have made any sense and that following friday on smackdown it was announced that the two were indefinitely suspended and stripped of the wwe women's tag team titles now with that being said where the hell have the wwe women's tag team titles been i know that uh, from a source that i know it was planned out to be that they were supposed to have a tournament going on, but that has been on hold and it, it, WWE has yet to comment on any of that with either any team that was involved in the uh, the women's tag team match tournament. But, you know, that goes without saying that WWE, they don't need a WWE women's tag team title. They need a, it's sort of like a TBS-esque type of championship out for the WWE women's division because right now it is lacking uh, all that the women's have is the WWE uh, Raw or Smackdown women's championships it's unfair to everyone on the roster uh, uh, you, like the female roster for that aspect of it that they only have that title those two titles to go off of so you know they need to scrap the tag team women's championship belts and they need to bring in a secondary um sort of uh title that is both on raw and smackdown and like a intercontinental champion or a mid-card type of title for the women to go off of so that they just don't have to be irrelevant because let's face it guys if they aren't if a certain WWE women's superstar isn't involved in a championship storyline, they are very irrelevant at this point because it's just how WWE works. And it's really, un it's really sad to hear, but you know, that's the honest to God truth. And I really don't want to be uh, trying to be like a deadbeat downer, but you know, what else are like, is WWE even going to do? 
they can't do anything else for them. So that's my opinion. They need to bring in a mid-card title belt for the women's division. But, you know, I'm only a guy on a podcast with uh, only 50, like some subscribers onto it. Who knows what the hell I'm talking about? Also, in today's wrestling news, there is a ton of it right now. It is now reported that WWE, they reportedly feared that Randy Orton could be out of action for the rest of the year of 2022. Now, this is like... This is a shocker that comes to everybody because I know that right now he was set to be facing Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, but now with that has to be scrapped now, what is WWE even going to do? It is reported on here that uh, that Fightful Select, they report, it got to a point where he actually had to get work done to improve his condition before the tag team title unification match on the May 20th edition of WWE SmackDown. Although it's unclear of the extent of the work that has to be done. Uh, The report stated that things have gotten progressively worse and WWE fears that Randy Orton will be forced to undergo surgery. And if that happens, then he will be likely out of action for the rest of the year. It's still unclear what the exact injury is. Now, that's just a little weird to me that they really aren't saying what type of injury it is. But Randy Orton has been working through a back injury for a while. And the decision was made a few weeks ago to pull him off of television. And WWE, they did a storyline tactic that took him off of television. And Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, uh, the RK bros, they lost the Raw Tag Team Championships to the Usos to unify the WWE Tag Team Champions. But Orton is not factored into any creative plans for WWE at the moment. This is just all speculation, but WWE did have plans for him to wrestle the undisputed WWE Universal Championship Roman Reigns at SummerSlam next month. And Orton appeared on a recent internal injury report for the company. If Orton does get the surgery, then... The planned match that was supposed to be there has to be next now. Orton's tag team partner Riddle is facing Reigns this upcoming Friday. Well, tomorrow for that matter, with the title online this week on WWE, WWE SmackDown. Well, thank you very much for ruining that. I mean, I'm sure that all of us knew that Matt Riddle was not going to win against Roman Reigns. So, I mean, come on, let's be real, people. But with that, I mean, Randy Orton has been in the business for a long time, and it sucks hearing this. I really hope that he has a speedy recovery, but, you know, hopefully he can be back uh, around 2023, maybe around the Royal Rumble time. I'm sure that he's not going to win the Royal Rumble anytime soon. Again, he's won it already two, maybe three times. I could be incorrect. I could be false, but I know that he's won the Royal Rumble more than once, but he's at the point in his career where he doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble anymore. He just needs to keep pushing superstars up to the level that they need to be up on as as Matt Riddle and he's quickly becoming I mean at first Matt Riddle I didn't like him but with him teaming up with Randy Orton dude I've liked what I saw with Matt Riddle so good on Randy Orton for that and hopefully he will have a speedy recovery all right now let's jump into the 
AEW news uh, involving Jeff Hardy. I'm sure that all of you have heard about Jeff Hardy's DUI uh, while using a suspended or, uh, you know, uh, a suspended or canceled license. But uh, this is uh, uh, heartbreaking news. Uh, this is his third DUI in 10 years. I know what it's like. I've had a DUI before. I've had my license suspended. And the fact that he was behind the wheel of a car and still had to drive at 10:30 in the morning he blew a point uh yeah point two nine four a point two nine four at 10:30 in the morning how is that even possible but i digress uh jeff hardy he was arrested though uh jeff hardy is uh now suspended by AEW and this is all starting to uh, turn out really bad for Jeff Hardy and the Warner Media has told AEW to stop all promote promotion with Jeff Hardy and associating himself with Jeff Hardy but Jeff Hardy was arrested in uh, uh, Volusia County of Florida and the the AEW star is slated to appear in front of a judge on June 15th at 1.30, but he never did. They uh, uh, He made bond. He was in jail. It was a $3,500 fine. He paid it, and now the uh, court, they're not uh, going to meet with Jeff Hardy uh, at June 15th at 1.30. They're going to be having it for a later date. Um, thanks to uh, TMZ Sports, uh, they did have a video come out. You guys can go and, you know, Look it up on the World Wide Web and look it up for your uh, uh, for yourself. And me watching it, it was cringeworthy. I felt like I was watching Michael Scott on The Office. <laughs> it was just really bad. It, like the video shows that Jeff Hardy telling the police that he was about to go see a doctor for to get a brain scan, which is why he was swerving all over. Uh, TMZ, they uh, this is an article that I, that I'm about to read uh, right here on uh, uh, Pardon the Pipe Bomb by Paul Davis here. TMZ has posted a video of Jeff Hardy's arrest. The report noted that three officers were apparently concerned about his state when they pulled him over, that the they drew their guns on him and pointed them at him just to calm him down, just to try to get him to relax. The video shows that the cops stopping Hardy's Dodge Charger on the freeway, seemingly because Jeff Hardy was not complying. You eventually see that the driver's side door was opening and Jeff being backed away from the car. Thankfully, things did not escalate from that point. Jeff is then asked if he knows why there were several 911 calls made about this and his erratic driving. Jeff then apparently told police that he drank double shots of Fireball before driving, Hardy also told the cops that he had a doctor's appointment for his head to do a brain scan. Hardy was eventually told that he was under arrest for the offense of DUI, according to police documents. Hardy blew a .291 and a .294. The legal limit in Florida, or basically all around the U.S., the legal limit to drive, mind you, is .08. And he blew a point. He was bonded out of jail Monday, like I said, and if you want to watch it, you can go on wrestlingnews.co, and I'm sure that you will find that for yourself. I'm not going to leave that. You guys can go and figure that out for like yourselves. It's really hard to watch, but after that, all that happening, after when he was uh, uh, the $3,500 out of jail, Jeff Hardy is then suspended by AEW without pay. Tony Khan issued the statement, and... 
His statement is as followed. We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting the treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. Now pause that, um, uh, like this is me talking now. Before that he was released by WWE, WWE did a drug test, it came back negative, but they still insisted that they knew what was going on with Jeff Hardy and they insisted on him getting the help that he needed, but Jeff Hardy declined that. So I just think that's really interesting. All right, I'm resuming to this uh, and I quote, in the interim, he is suspended without pay. This is by Tony Khan and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing the treatment and maintaining his sobriety. If you were a loved one needs help, please reach out to SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. And Tony Khan, President and CEO of All Elite Wrestling. That's what he tweeted out. Uh, this came out uh, uh, about 20 hours after uh no 20 hours before the uh, the aew dynamite show was going to be happening and i don't want to say that like maybe with that happening it would have uh, spiked the uh ratings but i guess the ratings uh did not really go well but we'll get into that in a second and speaking of uh, um, uh the hardy brothers uh Rebby hardy uh, she did something on Twitter and it was, you know, me, I thought it was kind of funny, but a lot of people in the, uh, the wrestling community, they really didn't take, uh, um, that lightly and thought that, uh, uh, that, uh, Ruby or, uh, that Rebby and Matt were the enablers, but Rebby Hart, she fires back at fans who says that she and Matt Hardy were enablers for Jeff Hardy and Rebby Hart posted on a video on TikTok today to shut down certain fans who are saying that and that she and Matt Hardy enabled Jeff Hardy. Rebby said that she booked the recent event where Jeff appeared and she made sure that alcohol was not served. Rebby also said that she and Matt walked Jeff to his hotel room that night. So this was the night. Um, so all this happened on Monday, I believe, and she is stating all this that's happening on Sunday. Rebby Hart made it clear that she will not speak to about Jeff's situation again and that she is not responsible for his actions of a fully grown man. Rebby added that she and Matt have had have had she and Matt have been through this before and it's very triggering and she deals with this with him with stupid humor. Wrestling.news was told by somebody who saw Jeff on Sunday that were that there were no signs that he was under the influence. And so I guess maybe, I mean, like me coming from somebody who uh, had a problem with alcohol, uh, if they're around it, if they're just even working around it, just sometimes it triggers people and then it like they just can't help themselves so it's really sad to see jeff hardy the way that he is right now and if you guys want to go check it out you can go check out rebby uh, uh rebby hardy's tiktok account and you can go see the video for yourselves now it is not a shock that aew's uh, ratings were at a incline or a decline, I should say. But uh, with AEW, they draw lowest ratings in over a year because of the Stanley Cup 
finals. Now you can say that uh, I definitely think um, that had to play a huge part into it because usually when AEW Dynamite has like little names for their shows because this one this past Wednesday was called a AEW Dynamite Road Rager. I mean like talk about coincidence about Road Rager <laughs> but anyway uh, the ratings are in for AEW Dynamite. The show only drew 761,000 viewers down from 939 9,000 viewers from the show previously drew last week. Uh, like last week, the show went up against the NBA Finals, though, and they averaged over 11 million viewers. That was from the NBA Finals. So, uh, and with AEW drawing 939,000 viewers last week, it, it didn't really seem like it would, you know, um, really affect AEW, but I guess that there's more fans of NHL hockey. I don't know why. I like hockey. I like hockey playoffs, but you know, it's not really uh, like my cup of tea. Uh, Dynamite though, this is uh, a uh, uh, column by Andrew Ravens. Uh, Dynamite, they ranked number two in the top 50, uh, to yeah, in the top 150 shows on cable for the night and down from the number one raking show last week. So they were number two, not a big huge ordeal about it, but you know, they were the number two watched show on Wednesday night this week, and they were number one last week going up against the NBA Finals. Well, I mean, hey, it's not the biggest deal, it's not the end of the world, but you know, uh, I just thought that I wanted to get a little uh, context into the segment here on Pardon the Pipe Bomb. And the also the last set of news for AEW uh, before the Forbidden Door uh, is coming up this Saturday. Um, a former WWE star, Karrion Cross, uh, declined a contract from AEW, and he stated that there's people who are doing this so they have enough money to retire, and they secretly hate it. So I don't know what that means, but uh, he was on a podcast, Two Man power trip of wrestling podcast killer cross talked about his initial vision of his nxt character as well as his future plans post wwe and carrying cross uh no, well killer cross talking about laying out his initial vision of his character when he came to nxt he then stated and i quote when i was in nxt i had a great team of people they would tell me to just shut up and take the credit for myself the team of people that I had around me let me be me, and I didn't have anything forced upon me. He then continued saying, When I was hired by WWE, I approached Hunter, known as Triple H, and the whole creative team basically with a business plan. Because look, they've got everything that they need on the show. Every show has everything that they need to be successful. Now, it's about making those parts absolutely absolutely the most efficient for the most amount of eyes that are going to see it. And you want to retain that audience and that demographic. So what exactly are you going to bring them to the table? He still continued and said, so I was prepared for that for years. I worked on the Cross character and it's different renditions from Killer to Father Cross to Kevin Cross, the way it started initially. And then to Carrion, I explained an entire character analysis to them and how I monetized it. It's because it's company and they need to make a return. You need to explain to those companies how you're going to be returned as an investment. I was ready to, uh, to do that before I got hired. I wanted to talk to those 
to these people and tell them what they needed to hear and they wanted to hear it and ask them questions so I can learn from that as well. They just let me do that while I was there and I worked every time. So with all this being said by Carrion or Killer Cross, uh, you know, uh, it's just sounded like to me as I'm reading it, because I'm reading this for the first time, like I said before, uh, it just seemed like that, uh, that they were in a disagreement and that's why he got fired. But Cross then talked about his future plans and he said, I would like to keep working independently. I've got a film we're supposed to be working on this year that has been delayed at the end of the year just for COVID precautions or something like that from the beginning of the year. I'm excited about that. It's going to be happening near the end of the year from now. I'm reviewing some scripts for some films for television and Cross revealed I'm hoping and I was hoping to do this through WWE at the time, but I'm hoping through television and film that I will be able to acquire some new fans to bring them back to wrestling so they could be like, oh, who's that guy? Oh, he's a wrestler and where is like where is he wrestling at? I would just like to keep wrestling. So he is now filming, but like from what it sounds like from this article, he wants to always and he wants to continue wrestling and he has the love and passion for wrestling. So you love to see it and so he then continued though saying this there's a lot of people in the business and i think fans can feel the difference between these two people but there's two kinds of people there's people who are doing this so they have enough money to retire and they secretly hate it and they're over it then there's people who are doing it because they still love it and they need it in their lives and that they want to be connected with people i'm that guy I'm not making millions of dollars doing this. I'm not even on television right now. Well, not really, but I'm wrestling virtually every single weekend, if not several times a month because of love, because I love being in front of people. I love creating this for them. I'm enjoying this on a whole new level all over again, and I'm excited to see where it takes me. I recently worked with New Japan Pro Wrestling and MLW is coming up soon. There's a bunch of really fun indie shows that are going to be coming up that are all going to be in the fight app. So apparently uh, he wants to continue and pursue his career in acting, but then after that he wants to continue wrestling. And like I said before, he sounds like that he genuinely loves the wrestling business. And you still love to see that. You love seeing that uh, former pro wrestling stars that they just love the business and they want to continue working at it. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But I really appreciate, yeah, I really appreciate you guys sticking around for me. If you liked what you hear, please hit that subscribe button uh, for the podcast. You can get anywhere: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, the Odyssey app, uh, like pretty much anywhere that you listen to any of your social platform podcasts. But and also, if you guys liked what you hear or if you want to give me some uh you know critique it uh like reviews give me a negative five star review and i will review that and if uh, any of you want to shout out on me i'll give you a shout out on the podcast but i'm gonna get going guys that was longer than 30 minutes and longer than i anticipated but you know i just wanted to get all this out here but again thank you it's a slow process and it will be shortly lived from here on out but you know I really appreciate you guys listening and thank you for listening to Pardon the Pipe Bomb and join the Pipe Bomb Evolution.
job and your broke ass car And that's what you call our Fuck you and your friends that I'll never see again Everybody but your dog, you can love her